Thanks for tuning in to The Rally on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we debate and discuss the NFL, NHL, English Premier League, pro tennis tours, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Hey guys, it's Justin, aka Hambone, just here to let you know a couple of things that we have going on with the channel. One, we have a Patreon. If you can and want to support us, you can do that. A little as a dollar, you can join the Discord. We also have a merch store where you can get some cool shirts, mugs, and stuff with all of our different shows and labels on there. And thank you for all of our supporters that have already been there with us. What's good? What's happening, everybody? Sorry, yeah, I'm, amen, amen. It makes me want to snap, you know what I mean? It makes me want to snap, you know? I'll be like, yeah, let's go. Come on, snap it. Snap it. Snap it. But I get right in the mood to talk some tennis with my homie, Ma. She's not my goose, because she survives. She is my Iceman to my Maverick. My okay. name is Ferris Madonna. And that is Adelia Chamberlain, and welcome to another edition of The Rally. Y'all thought I was kidding when we was talking about the Australian, but not, y'all thought I was joking, saying, the, let's see if they actually talk about these massive 1,000 numbers. Guess where we at right now? We about to preview Indian Wells, baby. We're going to preview that. We're going to preview the recent news and notes around the tennis world. Some people have been having great forms of lately on the hard courts in the Middle East, Dubai, Doha and Qatar, a couple of uh, um, Acapulco maybe, Dallas, Austin, just moving around the world. Some people are doing something amazing and historic like Barbara Kachikova. Some people finally beat childhood rivals like Andre Rublev did the Daniel Medvedev a couple last week. He so we man, he did beat Medvedev. No, he didn't beat him. Medvedev beat Rublev in the Dubai final, not the other oh way Oh, my. Around. You know what? I was lied to by some of these tennis pundits, bro. They need to fix their tweets. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, bro. The way, no, the way they were tweeting, it's like Rublev finally got Medvedev. And they were talking about their, you know what? You know what? You know what? Forget about them. You know what? You know, forget about them. But now let's talk about news and notes, Adelia. Adelia, something something yeah. happened uh, to, to the world number one, Mr. Novak Djokovic, that is going to prevent him. From being a, a certain event, a Grand Slam this year, what happened to Delia? Uh, well, basically, uh, Novak is still unvaccinated, and um, he applied for an exemption to the U.S.'s policy on COVID-19 travelers, uh, play, tra foreign travelers coming into the United States by air travel have to be vaccinated. That's the U.S. government's policy. If you're not vaccinated, you're not allowed to enter the country. Um, Novak applied for a waiver to say, please let me come play in New Mills, Miami. And the government said, nope, you can't do that. So he's uh, withdrew from Indian Wells uh, on Sunday prior to the draw being made. Um, thank God that he withdrew prior to the draw being made this time instead of waiting until after the draw was made like he did last time. Um but this means also this means he'll probably also not be playing Miami, but I don't think he's officially withdrawn from Miami yet. However, these should be the last two events in the US that affect Djokovic in this way. Uh, the government is supposedly ending the COVID-19 emergency declaration on May 11th, which will then allow foreign air travelers to be unvaccinated and enter the country. Um, so that's well before the dates of the U.S. Open series in the summer hardcourt swing. So he should be fine for that and play the U.S. Open in uh, August and September. Mm -hmm. All right. That's a great news. But guys, one more. You know what? You know what? More pressing news than Novak Djokovic. More pressing news. Is you liking this video and subscribing to this channel. We're at 95 subscribers. We're almost to 100. So make sure to do that. Like, subscribe, comment. And you think 
Hey, man, you can't be serious. Oh, I'm very serious. Like this video, subscribe to this channel. That's the only thing I ask of you. But speaking of the man on my shirt, John McEnroe and his arch rival Bjorn Borg will be returning as Labor Cup captains when the event takes place in Vancouver in September. But the only person attached to the event so far, so far, so far, it is FAA himself, Felix Auger Aliassime. You see how I did that, Ryan? I still know how to say his name. Shout out to Ryan Christensen. Uh, but Adelia, other than that, what's up? I just said absolutely. Shout out to Ryan. Shout out to Ryan. Uh, But as well as, Adelia, the um, other news, the ITF, the ATP, and the WTA, and the Grand Slams have united to launch Tennis Plays for Love, a fundraising campaign to support those impacted by the devastating earthquakes in Turkey and Syria. Man, this is beautiful, man. Beautiful when the world comes together. They're pretty good tennises about uh, doing things like this. I remember the rally for relief after the the tsunami. I remember the um, uh, the earthquake in Haiti. There was another rally for relief. I, the the fires in Australia. There was a event before the Australian Open that year. Um, the tennis is good about coming together to help um, raise money to for relief efforts and things like that. When events sad events like what happened in turkey and syria uh take place so it was good to see them uh do this Adelius, um, um, something... carlos Al... oh. oh my bad i was gonna say oh, carlos alcaraz i was gonna throw you a lob Adelius, give me, let me throw you this lob real quick um <laughs> okay, something ha- something ha- something happened to two of our most uh, famous tennis players currently living what happened to those two people uh carlos alcaraz uh our uh, former world number one at this point is uh, dealing with a grade one ham strain in his right hamstring. And uh, this injury occurred in the Rio de Janeiro final against Cameron Norrie. They had just played the week before in the Buenos Aires final. Alcaraz won that. Cameron Norrie ended up winning the Rio final. Um, they both withdrew then from Acapulco. Um, as far as I know, they haven't withdrawn from uh, Indian Wells yet. Uh, but Carlos is the defending champion in Miami. And that's a, a big chunk of, of points that he's trying to keep. He's going to have to win both Indian Wells and Miami in order to reach number one again with uh, Novak not playing. And Serena Williams was honored with the Jackie Robinson Sports Award at the NAACP Image Awards. She was recognized for her tennis achievements, her business success, and her efforts to uplift the community, which I always love it when uh, tennis players are recognized for those sorts of things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll be talking a little bit rankings a little bit later on in the show. Uh, so it's going to be rankings. Rank. Something something crazy happened. A stat that blew my mind after Adelia shared it with me. Does involve the GOAT, so of course it blew my mind. But one thing kind of being fixed in the tennis world, Adelia, is uh, none other than John Rithham? Rithham. Wertheim. Wertheim from Sports Illustrated and Tennis Channel are reporting that the Lawn Tennis Association in Wimbledon would not repeat last year's decision to prohibit Russians and Belarusians from competing in their grass events. Thank God, because last time that was a stupid decision. I'm not going to lie to you. That was pretty yeah. dumb. Uh, blaming the athletes. Blaming the athletes for something the government did. And, you know, and certain people, you know, you know, certain Russian, you know, certain athletes, you know, they can't really say stuff like that. You know what I mean? You know, you know, eyes are on them. That's what makes Andre Rublev so... Courageous when he when he wrote that. I know it was a very simple message. No to war on that camera. But it was a powerful message, in my opinion. Going, he was he's one of the most prominent Russian tennis players in the game. Him and Daniil Medvedev. There's like a third dude. I don't know who that third dude is. No one really knows who that third dude is. Um, who's that third dude? Karen Hashinov. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Um, wait, no, no, he's not no, no. No one knows who he is. Okay. No, wait, no, that's not it's not Karen Hashinov. Yeah. Isn't Karen Hashinov Ar- Armenian? No. Then what was he talking, then why, why was he talking about Armenia during the Australian Open? Like they were talking about like there there's was this... some atrocities going on in Armenia as well. Oh, oh, he's there's a to, uh, to draw attention to it. Okay. There's a there's a little there's a little area where he's from that borders Armenia and I think Russia, I think so. I think there's like a little area. I think know? so. Yeah. I'm not sure. Okay, my bad. Okay, fine. Karen Hashinov. Shout out to you, Karen. 
Um, but anything else there, Adelia, you should show me something really some now on the lighter side. Lorenzo <laughs> Sanaga. Yeah? Sanago. Sanago has songs on Spotify. Which one has over a million plays? San- Sanago says it's a hobby and a joke with his best friend, but now they want to do a song every year together. You have listened to these songs, Adelia. And you I said did. Yeah, I, def- I curiosity got the be- the be- the best of me. Um they're they're like I didn't understand a word of them because they're in Italian. Senego, of oh. course, is Italian. But um they're better than Dennis Shapovalov songs. That's for sure. Yeah, man. Uh, what's the, what's they're the, kinda, they're kinda, what do the kids say? They're bops. They're kind of bops. Yeah, I think that's what the kids say. Bops. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know what? I may listen to this later. I may listen to this later. Um, but All you know, right. some some well, some some nice off the court news for some of our tennis players that we keep around on American Madison Keys and her fiance Bjorn Fontangen. You know what? You say his name. I'm not I'm not touching that. Bjorn Fortangelo. Bjorn Fortangelo announced their engagement to other American both of them are Americans. <laughs> yes. The American players. Well, Continue. Yeah, they're Americans. <laughs> the two Continue. American players have been together since 2017, and they have uh, teamed up together in the past to play mixed doubles at the U.S. Open. Uh, Madison, of course, a former world number seven and a former U.S. Open finalist. Uh, Bjorn Fratangelo has a career high ranking of 99, but he was the 2011 French Open boys champion, and he beat Dominic Team in the final. So mm-hmm. congratulations to Madison and Bjorn. Well, also, to more good news, Elena Vicenia is expecting her second child, having had a daughter. Vesnina. That's what you I said. said it right before the show. You no, said it is Vesnina. Oh my bad. It's because I looked at her. I looked at her daughter's name and it threw me off. So I'm not. I don't know how to say Elizaveta. 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 She had her in 2018. So she had. She's getting her second child. She's a four-time Grand Slam doubles. She has four Grand Slam doubles titles with her partner. Uh, she also has a 2016 Olympic gold medalist with that same partner. She also played in the 2020 Olympics. Katarina I, I wasn't gonna say her name. I'm like, I was gonna, I wasn't gonna disrespect her like that. Um, <laughs> she also won mixed doubles silver medal with Oslan Kar Karatsev. 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 That's a Oslan. That's a great name. That's a great name. But Adelia, on more more off field news, Angelique Kerber welcomed her first child. On February 25th, the former world number one shared an adorable photo of her on her Instagram with it with her, with her hands, um, uh, the baby's hands and her partner's hands. And uh, so shout out to the beautiful little Leanna. Hope you have a wonderful life, Leanna. Shout out to you. I love shout out to you. I love um I love all this happy off court news that we've mm-hmm. gotten recently from there. So yeah, um got a few random stats. That have come out of the yeah. um, the tournaments since the Australian Open. Uh, Coco Gauff reached the semifinals in Dubai, becoming only the fourth American woman, along with Lindsay Davenport and Serena and Venus, to reach ten WTA semifinals before turning nineteen in the past thirty years. I love That's Serena and Venus. Serena and Venus are now become Cher and Bono. It's one name. It's Madonna. <laughs> it's like it's Venus. Madonna. Yeah, I know Venus is Serena. I know who Serena is. It's like, it's just wild to me. But you know what's more wild than that, Adelia? Yeah. Andy Murray winning what? 91 of his 100 matches against French players. Yeah, Andy, uh, 91 of his last 100, yeah. It's crazy. He like, does he hate the French? Like, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Does he just, it's, it's like, not... oh my God, he's French. I got to take him out. I got to take him out, man. It's like, all right, Andy, cool with me, man. What the French do to you, dog? I don't care. I got to take them out. 91 out of 100. So you went 91 and 9 against French players. That is cr- that is absolute. That's that's a wild stat, Adelia. I don't understand, man. Andy, by the way, Andy Murray, you know, Mr. Uh, Andy, man, I love your hips, man. I love your hips, bro. Your hips, your bionic hips. You know who also loves your hips? Shakira. His hips don't lie. His hips don't lie. Andy's, Andy's hips don't lie, and they never lie against the French. They never lie against the French. What else, Adelia? <laughs> 
Uh, Daniel Medvedev now has wins over Novak Djokovic at a Grand Slam, the ATP Finals, the Masters 1000, and at ATP 500 after defeating him in the semifinals in Dubai, mm -hmm. uh, making him the first man other than guys named Nadal, Federer, and Murray to do so. Mm -hmm. What else did Daniel Medvedev do, Adelia? Medvedev is also the ninth man to have beaten Djokovic five or more times, joining Nadal, Federer, Murray, Vavrinka, Joe Wilfried Sanga, Andy Roddick, David Ferrer, and Dominic Team. Joe and Novak Wilfred Djokovic Sanga. has the best. Yeah, Sanga, Sanga beat Djokovic five or more times. <laughs> I know, man. And, you uh, see his name is hilarious. And uh, Novak Djokovic has the best winning percentage of a man in the open era. His record of 1,043 and 206, he's only lost 206 matches in his entire career, works yeah. out to a winning percentage of 83.5%. B plus? No, it's a B. I mean, it's a B. I mean, if you want to assign a letter grade to a mathematical equation, sure. And hey, well, that's what teachers do. <laughs> no, they got to stop it. Do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Delia, I was like, that's phenomenal. I, mean, I don't like the guy, but I can't deny his tennis. I can't deny his tennis. I can't deny it either. You can't deny it. We have a couple of retirements though, Delia. Can you take us through the retirements? Um, that 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 yeah. popped off some uh, some some very important people to to their respective country and their country's growth in the game of tennis. Yeah, Thomas Bellucci uh, retired at the Rio Open. Uh, 35-year-old Brazilian uh, is one of five players to have won a six-love set against Novak Djokovic on clay, and he has been the standard bearer for Brazilian men's tennis players for years. He turned pro in 2005 and had a career high ranking of number 21. He won 200 professional matches, beat top 10 players six times, and won four ATP titles. He is planning on transitioning into a coaching career. And then nice. uh, Sanya Mirza played her uh, final match at the uh, WTA event in Dubai. She played doubles with Madison Keys. Um, she's 36 years old now, but when she was 17 years old, she was the first Indian woman to win a WTA title of any kind, achieving that feat in Hyderabad, India, in 2004, when she won the doubles title alongside Liesl Huber. She then became the first Indian woman to win a WTA singles title, winning the singles title in Hyderabad the year after she had won the doubles as an 18-year-old. Right uh, before winning that singles title in Hyderabad, she'd made the third round of the 2005 Australian Open, which was the first Indian woman to make it that far in a major. And then later in 2005, she made the fourth round of the U.S. Open, which uh, extended that record even further. She was the first Indian woman to reach the top 50 in the WTA rank singles rankings, reaching a career high of number 27 in 2007. In 2009, she won the first, became the first Indian woman to win a Grand Slam title of any kind when she captured the Australian Open mixed doubles title alongside Mahesh Bhupati, her countryman. Um, she shifted her focus to doubles entirely in 2012 and then became the first Indian woman to win a WTA finals title in 2014 when she won with Cara Black. Um, then she hooked up with Martina Hingis as her partner and had incredible hey, Martina, Martina Hingis. I know her name. They won, they, won the Wimble they won the women's double title at Wimbledon in 2015, which was the second major they ever played together. Mm -hmm. And um, she became the first Indian woman to win a Grand Slam doubles title then. Then between 2015 and 2016, Mirza and Hingis went on a 41-match winning streak, the That's longest impressive. WTA doubles winning streak That's since amazing. 1990. They won nine consecutive titles in that streak. She finished her career with three women's double slams, all one with Martina Hingis, and three in mixed doubles, two with Mahesh Bhupati and one with Bruno Suarez. And she won a title of some sort at each one of the four slams. She was the WTA doubles number one for a total of 91 weeks, the eighth most weeks at number one in WTA doubles rankings history. She was a four-time Olympian between 20, uh, 2008 and 2021. Her best result was reaching the bronze medal match in mixed doubles in 2016 with Rohan Bopana. Um, she welcomed her son in 2018 and then came back to the WTA Tour, winning two more doubles titles to bring her career total to 43 and working her way back to number 22 in the doubles rankings. She ended her grandson career at the Australian Open uh, this year when she reached the mixed doubles final with uh, Rohan Bopana in January, but uh, they lost that match. Just impressive all around. Tanya meant a lot. Sanya meant a lot to women's tennis, especially in a country like India, which is has a very proud tennis heritage. And um, 
Uh, I'm going to miss her. She she was great. Just phenomenal. Just phenomenal all around. Ideally, we did have some recent winners on a, on the on the ATP and the W and the WTA tours. Um, most of these were hard. Uh, most of them were hardcore. Uh, we had a couple clays, but most of these are hardcore because we're kind of going to like kind of like the weird second where it's like hardcore. And tr- we're transitioning over to clay. No, no, we're going to transition over to grass. No, we're right. going to the clay court season first. We're going to clay, yeah. My bad. So, uh, cause, cause the grass season's like very short, and then it's grass, then back yes, onto the, the grass hardcore. Season. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it throws me off a little. So yeah, a couple of winners. We had some. We had some history in Dallas at the ATP, where uh, um, Wu Yabing beat John Isner six seven uh, seven six seven six. The twenty three year old became the first Chinese player to win an ATP Tour title. He's also the first Chinese man in an ATP final. Wu and Isner are fourteen years apart, but more impressive though, Isner is ten inches taller than Wu, and Wu took him to do. And Wu fought him tooth and nail, and he took him out. He took him out. Shout out to Wu Yabing. Wu, shout out to you. Wu, Wu, Wu. That's kind of like I believe he got to go to the Dallas Mavericks game uh, after that tournament win, too. Yeah. I think he got featured. I remember seeing that on ESPN, so that was pretty cool. Um, Three results Uh, to tell you about. Uh, The ATP Rotterdam final, Daniil Medvedev. Uh, beat Yannick Sinner 5-7-6-2-6-2. In Doha, he beat Andy Murray in his bionic hips, as Ferris likes to say, 6-4-6-4. And then in Dubai... Uh... Sorry. 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 <laughs> and then in Dubai, uh, Daniel Medvedev beat Andre Rublev 6-2-6-2, meaning he's won three titles in three weeks. Um, mm-hmm. His winning streak is at 14 matches, and it includes four top 10 wins over... Djokovic, Rublev, and he beat Felix twice. Um, and then he sent a jab in the direction of Stefano Tsitsipas in the uh, uh, post-match speeches in Dubai. Uh, Tsitsipas has previously said some not-so-flattering things about Andre Rublev's game, and Medvedev said, quote, one player said that he has just a few weapons. Hopefully he can beat this guy who said it many, many times. I am starting to get the feeling, Ferris. There mm-hmm. are not many people on the tour who care like Stefano Sissipas. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people like him. I'm ready. I'm ready. You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? The new Medvedev was in his bag. The new Medvedev had a lot in his bag, had all the tools, all the tools in his bag. I'm sorry, using the sound bites more often on shows of Delia, by the way. So get ready. All right. Get ready. Because I think it adds a little flavor to the show. It adds a little. Yeah, man. Yo, Daniel Medvedev. Medvedev like, is on fire. He's cooking. He's cooking. He's cooking with grease. And you know what? It's, it's good pass. to see. It's good to see. Yeah, I'm pretty sure not a lot of people like Stefano, man. I used to defend Stefano, but I'm starting to think like if, if not everyone likes you, something's something's wrong here, right? I you know, yeah. You know, the Nick Carrios incident, I'm like, yeah, you know, Nick Carrios is kind of a D-bag, you know what I mean? Uh and I say that lovingly. Um, no, I don't, I don't. I don't say that. No, I'm sorry. I try to root for the guy. He, he makes it hard. He really makes it hard. Uh, seriously, makes dog. It hard, yeah. Makes it very hard. Um, so I'm like, oh, you know, you know, it's, you know, you know, whatever. But like, well, you know, but also like, no offense to Daniel Medvedev. You're also kind of an a hole too. So like, <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> that's what makes Medvedev does it in a much more lovable way than Sissipas does. You're a cat. You're a cat. You are. A, I'm like, what are you? <laughs> Daniel Medvedev, though, is quite clearly the form player on the ATP tour uh, right now. Um, yes. So yes. He's great. Yes. He's not um, a cat. A couple of other, a couple of other notes on uh, those uh, matches. Uh, Andy Murray in Doha won like three set epics and then lost the straight sets match. And that seems to have been Andy Murray's like pattern so far this year is he's winning the three set epics and losing the straight sets match. Um, yeah, in the- Acapulco, Alex Diminor beat Tommy Paul 366461, uh, became the top ranked Australian as a result of this because mm-hmm. uh Kyrgios is still injured. Um, and uh also to also in the uh the um, kind of like the on the male side of the of the Middle East games, uh in Doha, uh Igas Fiatek ran through competition showing people why she's the number one player in the world, getting all the way to the final and beating the number three ranked player in the world, Jessica Pagula. 
But in that, is, it, is she the number three ranked player in the world, or is, was she number three in that tournament? She's in the world. Three in the world. Got you. Because you know sometimes sometimes they they change the tournament daily. You know what I mean? It throws me off. Um. So she beat Pakula six three six zero in straight sets, and it looked kind yeah. of like kind of yeah. impressive. It, she was impressive, but someone was more impressive than her in the Abu Dhabi and in, in the Dubai WTA event. Barbara Kuchikova beats Igis Fiatek in the final six four six two straight sets. But Krachikova's road to the title, it ran through the number eighth player in the world. Daria Kasakina. Kasakina, um, Petra Kvitova, Arena Sabalenka, Jessica Pagula, and Igas Fiatek. Being one of the first women ever in WTA rankings history to beat the top three ranked players at the same event in three straight days. Right there. There's the difference, people three straight days because people have beaten the top three players at that tournament at tournaments at events but not back to back to back kind of going through the murderer's row bang 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 one two three took them out yeah and extremely and she barbara kuchiva barbara kuchikova is also the only woman to defeat igas fiatek more than once since fiatek began the world number one having defeating her twice kuchikova also had has now also had a victory over someone holding each of the top 10 rankings. Prior to the final, Sviatek had on, had lost 14 games in her previous 12 sets, six of which were in the SF semifinal. The semifinal against Coco Goff in that in that in that event. And then and then they were against quality opponents too. Daniel Collins, she beat Daniel Collins. She beat Veronica. Could Kudermatova. I just had a seizure. Uh, um, say her name. Kuder Matova. Kuder Matova. She beat Jessica Pagula, Leila Fernandez, and who else? Ludmila Sanspanova. Right there. She does not beat no scrubs. She didn't just walk in and be like, let me beat some randos. The, 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 the good people didn't, are not here. They pulled out. No one... The top-ranked players were there in Dubai. They were there to win. And Barbara Kajikova said, what's good, homie? What's good? What's good? What in the world is in that bag? What you got in that bag? Cooking. Good. That's what she did. She was she was whooping that behind. She brought out the golden racket. We said, we about to play some games here, homie. And she took them out. Shout out to Barbara. Shout out to you. Barbara! You know that song. It's not her name. Her name is not Barbara. I'm just kind of similar. To <laughs> what else to do? What else happened to the WTA tour? Do um, we had a brand new event in Austin, Texas, this past week, where Marta Kostyuk defeated Varvara Gracheva in the final six three seven five. This is Kostyuk's first WTA title of her career. And uh, there was no handshake at the end of this match because Kostyuk is Ukrainian and Gracheva is Russian, and Kostyuk. Um, has been a very outspoken critic of the fact that players from Russia and Belarus have been allowed to continue playing under a neutral flag. Um, she used her victory speech uh, to dedicate the victory to Ukraine and to everyone who is, quote, fighting and dying right now. It was a very um, uh, powerful moment watching mm -hmm. her win that title. Well, wonderful, wonderful. But now, Dilly, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Rankings, rankings, rankings. We got a lot of movement. A lot of crazy stats, a lot of mind-blowing witnessings and histories. But now, here it is, the big one. Rafa Nadal is dropping out of the ATP top 10 after an historic run. Unfortunately, his hip injury is forcing him to withdraw from Indian Wells and Miami, which means he will drop out of the ATP top 10 when, he, when the new rankings come out on March 20th. Rafa entered the top 10 in the ATP rankings for the first time in the week of April 25th. 2005. He was 18 years old. He just, he had just won the Bar Barcelona Open for the first time in his career. He had begun the, the 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 2005 season at 51 and would end as the number one ranked player in the world. He had come close to dropping out of the of the top 10 before. He dropped to number 10 in the rankings early in June of 2015 after struggling with injuries and form. He then remained there for seven weeks before he began his climb back up. And in November 2016, he dropped back to number nine. A diff difficult season again with injuries and his body kind of betraying him a little. 
when it ends, when it ends on March 20th, 17 years, 10 months, 10, 23 days, it will encompass 912 weeks is by far the longest in ATP history. Jimmy Connor's streak of 789 weeks was from August 27th, 1973 to September 25th, 1988, his second. Rafa surpassed that in November 2020. Rafa, in comparison, contrast to the other big three members, Rafa Nadal, um, Roger Federer's longest streak, 734 weeks between October 14th, 2002, and October 30th, 2016. That's what, 734 weeks. Novak Djokovic's longest streak, his longest streak, 555 weeks between March 19th, 2007, 2007, 2007, to October 29th, 2017. Andy Murray. I love I love how we keep throwing him in there for some odd apparent reason. Let's throw in Andy Murray. Um, Andy Murray. Longest streak, 322 weeks. Needs to extend his. So he needs uh, from July 7th, no, 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 2008. No, no, no. no, no, no. You I skipped the line. No, I skipped the line. I know I skipped the line. Andy Murray's longest streak, 322 weeks. From July 7th, 20, 2008 to August 24, 2014, they pale in comparison to 912 weeks. 200 yeah. more. Novak Djokovic would need to extend his current stay in the top 10 for another 11 years or so until he's about 46, 46 years old to be able to match Rafa's streak. That's not happening. That's not happening. But while it is incredibly impressive... And phenomenal. Rafa's streak is not the longest in tennis history, though. The great Martina Navratilova was in the WTA top 10 for an astonishing 1,000 weeks between November 3rd, November 3rd, 1975, the year my mother was born. And two days after my birthday, technically. But I wasn't born yet. To December 26th, 1994. Christmas Eve? Huh. Tennis nice. calendar was very different back then. Nice. That's Rafa the day after Christmas, Christmas Eve. So if Rafa wants to eclipse that, if he wants to, if he wants to gut it he out can't. and play those tournaments. Hey, I'm just saying. He can't. I'm just He's saying, already withdrawn. If, I, can you let me finish my thought, Adelia? Okay. You can't be serious, Adelia. You can't be serious. Uh... <laughs> If he didn't withdraw, if he stayed in the tournaments, he would have to stay in the top 10 until approximately November 2024 to equal it, to equal it, just to equal. But unfortunately, that will not happen because he, he already withdrew. Shout out to you, Martina. Now yeah. till, I, hope, I hope you were kicking cancer's ass, Martina. I'm rooting for I you. I hope she's kicking cancer's ass, too. Shout out to you I'm and your not. dog and Mike Tyson. Someone, someone's going to get that reference. Y'all watched, y'all watched the U.S. Open last year. Uh, you want me to give you one more thing crazy about Rafa's stay in, 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 yeah. in, the, in the rankings? Yeah. This is something crazy. The it's last not time crazy Rafa, enough, so give me something crazy. The last time Rafa was outside the top 10, the iPad, the, I, the iPod Nano didn't exist. YouTube was two months old. Serena and Martina Sharapova Maria Sharapova. What did I say? I said Martina. Sorry. Martina. I was talking about, sorry. Martina Navratilova threw me off. Maria Sharapova. We're tied 2-2. Two, two. You know, before, you know, Serena rattled off 18 in a row. Yeah. Um, in their head-to-head matchups, Lino Messi ha- has had yet to score for Barcelona. Crazy, right? Yeah. Candy Shop by 50 Cent was the number one song in the U.S. Hey, nice. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And Ryan Gosling and Rachel Adams were a thing. Shout out to the notebook. This is all courtesy of Bastion. How do you say his last name? I think it's Fachan, Fachin, something like that. Okay. I'm not entirely Bastion, sure how to say Bastion's Bastion. last name. Great follow on Twitter. I'm going to bring up something with that later. Phenomenal. Bastion Fakan for that. He gave us all that. Imagine that. The last time he, the last time he was outside the top 10. He was bumping candy shop. Imagine that. You you didn't know who Lionel Messi was. 
Lionel Messi didn't. Who who the hell was Lionel Messi? Imagine that. Last time Rafa Nadal was outside the top 10, you didn't even know who Leo Messi was. Boom. But something also happened with now the world number one, Adelia. What did Novak Djokovic do? Uh, Novak Djokovic now holds the record for most career weeks at number one. That's amazing. Um, in either the ATP or WTA rankings after uh, surpassing Steffi Graf's total of 377 weeks on February 27th. Mm-hmm. Um, he first took over the top spot on July 4th, 2011, after winning his first Wimbledon title and has now spent 379 of the past 588 weeks, not including the 22 weeks that the ATP rankings were frozen in 2020 due to the COVID pandemic at number one, which is an incredible 64.4% of the time. Um, it is worth noting, though, that he does not hold the record for all of tennis history. The record for most weeks at number one in the world rankings is held by wheelchair singles legend Esther Vergeer, who was number one for 668 weeks. Damn. Uh, Djokovic doesn't have the record for men in tennis either. Uh, that record belongs to Shingo Kunita, another wheelchair singles player, who was number one for 582 weeks. Snap, crackle, pop. So. That's why it is important when you reference this uh, streak that you say in the ATP or WTA uh, singles rankings. Um, and Ferris, we have an American man in the top five again. Taylor Fritz reached a career high of number five in the yep. ATP rankings on February 27th, becoming mm-hmm. the first American man to be in the top five since Andy Roddick was ranked number five during the 2009 U.S. Open. He's Andy, the 21st love American you. man to reach the top five since the ATP rankings began in 1973. Hey, Mandy, we're coming back. Slowly but sure, the American tennis male is coming back. We got a bunch of young guys. We got a bunch of young guys, man. We got, we got, we got led by Taylor Fritz. We got Sebastian Corda coming right behind us. Then you got Ben Shelton. Then you got Tommy Paul. You got that dude with the weird serve. I don't remember his name. Um... That Dude with the weird serve. The, the guy, the guy who was in Australia who beat, who beat uh Casparoon. Was he? Who what? beat Casper Rood in Australia? Yeah, Casper Rood. Yeah, Rood. I don't not remember. Rood. Yeah, it's okay. Holger Rood and Casper Rood. Yeah, Holger Runa and Casper Rood. I apologize. I he he lost. He lost to a. He lost to this guy. Jensen Brooksby. Jensen Brooksby. Brooksby. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. His serve was kind of weird. It, it threw me off a little. Oh, and his forehand. He kind of like, kind of like whipped it. He kind of whipped his forehand kind of weirdly. Kind of like whipped it. And he like whizzing. He like, he like, he kind of like had like a, kind of had like a twitch. And it kind of threw off Rude. You know what I mean? It kind of threw me off. So like, I think that's why he probably won against Casper Rude. Cause you know, Casper Rude can be mentally shook. You know, if not everything goes his way. Yeah. yeah. If you watch Breakpoint, you know, you know, you know what that means. You know, damn man, that that scene of Breakpoint, Adelia. I'm not gonna lie to you. I know we ain't supposed to talk about Breakpoint, but that scene. Why are we not supposed to talk about Breakpoint? Well, no, because it's all it's all we already talked about it. Like we already talked about it. So like you know, what I mean, I'm just saying like it's kind that of. I mean, know. we can't reference it. That's true. Good point. Let me reference this real quick. Ralph okay. and the doll, at Roland Garros. <laughs> <laughs> wins before you step foot on clay literally like that man it's people people were talking about like we didn't know how Kasparud like lost that match and then people were like that's how Kasparud lost that match because Rafa Nadal he took all the space in the warm-up this was his warm-up area you're just a guest you're a guest this is my house you know what I mean so that's what I loved about it you know, can he kind of, you know, and he just kind of like took Kasparud's soul. He just took his soul. And because like Rafa makes that trek. He's been making that trek for what? 14 times. He's been in that back. He's been in that. He's been in that warm up area for 14 finals. Is he undefeated in the finals, Adelia? Is he like undefeated? Like 14 and at, at Roland Garros? Yes. Yeah. He's never so lost like, the final at Roland Garros. So at, when the final's coming in, this man, he, before that, he was 13-0. So he's walking to the back area, you know, 13-0 in Roland Garros French Open finals. Basically saying, like, this warm-up area, you see this? 
This is my house. I'm going to do whatever I want to it. And guess what? You're not going to do anything. I'm going to zig and zag. I'm going to invade your space. What you going to do about it? Nothing. And he went out there and he took his, he took his lunch money. He took his lunch money. You gotta, you know what? There are some people I, 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 I've noticed this. I found it out in formula one when Sebastian Vettel stopped being an a-hole, stopped being kind of a bad dude. And he, he showed the world what, what he really is. He's really a nice, caring guy. He's a very loving man. But guess what happened to him when he showed his real self? He won nothing. I truly believe, Adelia, there are certain athletes to be successful, they can't be good people. They can't. I think they can be good people. I think they just have to act like bastards every once in a while. Yeah. No, no, that's what, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like Sebastian, like Sebastian Vettel, my bad. Um, you know what? Your, yours sounds better than mine. Yours sounds better. Like Sebastian Vettel was a selfish prick and no one liked him. And guess what got him? Well, guess what? Guess what he got? He got four Formula One world titles to his name because he was a selfish prick a-hole who only cared about himself and winning. That's it. And then when he showed, he showed compassion and love for people. He kind of lost his edge a little and he stopped being that prick on the on the track. He stopped being that on the track. You know, he just started being himself on track. But on track, if he stayed being a, a prick and an a-hole, I think he would probably want a title at Ferrari or probably felt good at Aston Martin. Like in tennis, man, I think, you know, if John McEnroe was you know, well, bad example because he's not that good of a person anyway. Um, uh, allegedly, um, you can't be serious. Sorry, John. Um, but like, I think there are just certain athletes, man. They, 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 they can't be nice people on the court, on the field, on the pitch. They got to be bad people. They got to be. It can't be, they, they can't, they can't be like, hey man, how you doing, brother? You doing good? That's cool, man. How you feeling? He's like, no, he's like, I'm going to kill you today. I don't care. I'm not your friend. We're not friends. I don't care that I've known you for 20 years. I don't care that I'm the godfather of your kid. I'm taking you out. And you know what? It may cost you some friendships. But what do you do? What are you willing to do to win? It was a great episode today on ESPN Daily. I listened to it by Brad Marchand, hockey. But I'll tell you off, off camera, Adelia. Okay. Off camera. Yeah. But other ranking notes, Adelia. Other ranking notes. Uh, former French Open champion Barbara Kuchikova jumped from number 30 to number 16 in the WTA rankings after winning Dubai. But the reason this is important is because she doesn't have a single point to defend until Roland Garros at the uh, end of May as she missed this part of last year with an arm injury. So that ranking is just going to continue to climb. So long as she uh, stays healthy. And mm-hmm. uh, Holger Runa reached a career high of number eight in the latest ATP rankings after reaching the semifinals in Acapulco. Uh, the Danish teenager has reached the semifinals or better in six of his last nine tournaments. And he was ranked 86th in the world at this time last year. Runa mm-hmm. is the third man born in the year 2000 or later to reach the top eight. Carlos Alcaraz, born in 2003, obviously a former world number one. Felix Ojeda-Aliassime, born in 2000, career high of number six. And now Runa, also born in 2003, career high of number eight. And uh, Marta Kostyuk has uh, made her WTA top 40 debut when her ranking reached a career high of number 40 after winning in Austin. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful, Daddy. That's wonderful. But now let's get down to the nitty-gritty, the, in- the Indian Wells preview. But before we what- do that. Okay. I want to I want to talk about uh, a very amazing Twitter thread that Bastian uh, Fachan put up. Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry for butchering your name, Bastian. Um, he Come noticed Daniel uh, Med- Medvedev has um, won 18 uh, ATP Tour titles. They've been in 18 different cities, and he has some very eclectic um, looking uh, trophies. As you can see. He's got um, a literal weapon, according to Bastion. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> a, a grandma weapon, base. Oh, wow. A grandma base, a stylized tree, the Triwizard okay. Cup from Harry Potter, Saturn's <laughs> rings, a shallow pasta plate, <laughs> yeah. the Mexico 1986 World Cup football, a YouTuber <laughs> plaque, 
And then in this one of three straight tournament wins that he made, he added the Ravenclaw Eagle and the Pirates of the Caribbean pirate ship. I saw I found that Twitter thread. Medvedev has seen that Twitter thread. He retweeted it. It's amazing. And I just wanted to share that with you, Paris. Bastion's a great follow on Twitter. You guys should all follow him. <laughs> Is this, so that's what you were doing? That's what you were yeah. doing? <laughs> you partnership. Yo, yo, what if his trophies could kill a man? Yeah. <laughs> yo, that, that trophy could kill a man. It could yeah. kill a man for real. And then the Western and Southern Open, which is where the Grandma Vase trophy comes from, that's Cincinnati. They quote tweeted it and this tweet said, but everybody loves their grandma. <laughs> so great. And then you they asked what? Medvedev about his trophies and Medvedev said that he actually buys his wife flowers and they put them in the Grandma Vase trophy. <laughs> you know what man i love tennis because like the trophies look they look weird and cool i'm not gonna lie to you like there isn't so boring ass trophy like oh here's a medal oh here's a, a vase I, so I now i'm gonna give, you, I'm gonna give you a raven huh yeah the indian wells well, we... trophy could be better yeah, it's just that diamond. That, back when it the, was the Pacific, back when it was the Pacific Life Open, open, um, the insurance company, their commercials all have a whale in them. So the trophy was literally a, like a statue of a whale. Then, then it, the BMP Paribas opened, and now it's just this glass crystal thing, yeah. geometric shape. Yeah, it's kind of boring. It's kind of boring. I want yeah. the, someone. I want him to get another tree. Like, look at that tree. Like, look at that tree, dog. Look at that. Look, what is that? <laughs> Saturn's ring? <laughs> that I that I believe. I believe the tree is from uh Bercy uh at the end of the year, the Paris indoors. Oh wow. Um I do well, not know where the Mexican football is from. <laughs> probably is it... one of the Mexican tournaments, I think. Yeah, probably. Um you, you think they actually you think they actually eat pasta out of that plate? Who knows? You know, a who YouTuber plaque. But <laughs> it's I'm gonna talk with you to else, but I can't. I can't right now. I can't. I can't. And then these are the Doha, is the uh, the Ravenclaw Eagle, and Dubai is the Pirates of Caribbean Black Pearl ship. <laughs> now that I've broken Ferris. <laughs> okay, I was about to say after after Dale, you tried to kill me. <laughs> they gave that mother lover a raven. It's not a raven; it's an eagle. It's an eagle, but it's the but Ravenclaw raven claw eagle. It's the Raven claw eagle. <laughs> So he has the Triwizard Cup and the Ravenclaw Eagle. <laughs> he the Triwizard Cup. <laughs> he doesn't look happy in any of these photos. He's like, yeah, it is what it is. I did. If I got one of these shows, I'd be like, hell yeah, look at this shit. <laughs> oh, but on, but uh, but something I really want to tell you. And it was something I really want. What? I want the viewer to like and subscribe to this. I want you to like this video. I want you to subscribe to this channel. I want you to comment on your favorite tennis trophy and how it looks like. <laughs> oh, all right, let's take the last 10 minutes, 12, 12 minutes to uh, preview um, the Indian the Indian Wells Open. Um, it's the, the draw hasn't come out yet, but we're going to talk about yeah, some people that we... It has? It has. Like you said... Yeah, I didn't get to make oh, it Miami. Out, so the draw is out. Miami. Miami's draw is not out. That's why, okay, my bad. Novak. The Novak thing threw me yeah. off. All right. So, Indian Wells is out of the who So, defending champion Taylor Fritz is in it. Mm -hmm. um, and Igis Fiatega are both in it. Um, do you think they defend their title, or is there someone out there who are, who's on a heater that can de uh, that can dethrone them? I think, yeah, like, the conditions in Indian Wells are going to be very different than the conditions in the Middle East. 
but I think that it's going to be really hard to stop Daniel Medvedev. I mean, he's on a roll. Uh, Taylor Fritz is in uh, a section of the draw where he will play. He has a first round bye, and then he will play the winner of Ben Shelton and Fabio Fognini. Come on, Ben. Uh, get Fabio out of there. I don't like Fabio at all. Um, but um, just just throw one of Daniel Medvedev's trophies at him. <laughs> Throw Daniel Medvedev's literal weapon at him and get him out of here. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, there are some interesting first-round matchups in the men's side. Um, we've got uh, Andy Murray playing Tomas Martin Echeverry, which Andy Murray will win because I don't think Echeverry is much of a hardcore player, but Echeverry did just make the final in Santiago. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, uh, where is it? John Isner and uh, Ben Naka. Oh, my bad. Sorry. JJ Wolf isn't. Ben Naka, what? Nakashima. Ben Nakashima and uh, Brandon Nakashima, yeah. Oh, it's just B. So I thought it was Ben. My apologies. Like some of these don't have their full names. It throws me off. I'll show you where to look where they'll have their full names. Um, Dominic Team is in. Uh, has a first round match against uh, Adrian Manorino. The winner will play Lorenzo Musetti. That's an interesting little section right there, in my opinion, because uh, team can't seem to win a match. Manorino's a veteran at this point, and he's been on the tour forever. And Musetti um, is a, a good up and coming player. So um, that I kind of have my eye on. Um, I haven't really looked at this yet. Um, Yibing Yu, mm-hmm. Wu Yibing is playing Xiaomei uh, Munar in the first round. Winner to play Alejandro Davidovich Fakina. That's an interesting one. Um, Diego mm-hmm. Schwarzman is not seated, which is crazy to me. He's facing Federico Coria, and then the winner will play Casper Ruud. Um, Yo, Yuri Lehechka and uh, Arthur Redonkinich. Rinderneck. Rinderneck. I, I think I think I think Yuri makes it makes it makes it in because there's a lot of people who are already in the second round right away because of of the buys like Carlos Alcaraz, um, Talon Gretz, Tilan Gretzpor, Greek Spore, yeah. D- D- Daniel Evans, Pablo Correno Busta. Yeah, the yeah. the seeds the seeds advance to the second round automatically. Yeah, yeah, like you know, so like so it's really like who do you you know who who like, who do you think may upset the people who are already advancing, you know? Because, like, you know, Taylor Fritz, yeah. he's on the side. He's on the side with uh, Sebastian Baez, Alex Diminor, Yannick yeah. Sinner, Holger Runa, Daniil Medvedev. I think those are the two guys that, you know, Taylor yeah. Fritz needs to watch out for because he's going to meet Runa before he meets Medvedev. And Holger Runa, the more you, the more you talk about him, Adelia, the more I'm a big fan of him because – he like like he like you said he has a little Novak Djokovic. When Novak Djokovic got his ass handed to him by Roger Federer, or was it Rafa Nadal? I don't know. Who, I think it was Rafa. And he literally said in the press conference, "Oh, I had him where I wanted him. I got him. Yeah. I got him." And you're like, "Wait, you just you lost him straight sets? No, I got him. I got him where I want him." Yeah. And Holgaruna's like, "I want to play Novak Djokovic. I want to win. I want to beat Novak Djokovic. I want to be the man." And a lot of these players. Like they lose before they step on the court because the big three mm-hmm. beat you before you stepped on. Step like, on the court, yeah. Yep. Yeah, Rafa Nadal did it to Kasparud Rood and Roland Garros. Um, Novak Djokovic kind of did it to Stefano Sitsipas in Australia, where Sitsipas would miss a certain points. Where he should have gotten those points. Like, you let he left a lot of points on the court that he kind of gave Novak Djokovic. You can't give. Novak Djokovic or Rafa Nadal points. You can't give them those. You got it. You got it. You got it. Almost play perfect. And kind of so, but not even like perfect, perfect, but like just perfect enough. And, and they kind of messed that up. Um, but yeah, my thing is, no, like I like Casper Rude, but he, you know, after that crazy stuff he did at the US Open, I, I had big hopes for him this year. And him getting, you know, kind of bowed out by Jensen Brooks being the Australian Open. I'm not that high on him entering Indian Wells. Casper Rude 
Um, Casper Ruud has had a rough start to the season. He sort mm-hmm. of sacrificed the beginning of his year because he went on an exhibition tour with Nadal over the mm-hmm. offseason. And I mean, like, if Rafa asked you to go on an exhibition tour with him, are you and he's your idol? Are you telling him no? Um, yep. Casper didn't tell him no. And um, that's just sort of basically where um, he's at with that. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a potential quarterfinal with Daniil Medvedev. That's the yeah. quarter of the draw that I'm most looking forward to is that section of the draw. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so um, if that match happens, uh, that'll be a good result for Casper, but I don't think there's any way in the form he's been in that Casper beats Daniil Medvedev. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Honestly, I think uh, it's, I think I think Medvedev draw. I think I think Medvedev wins the male side. That's my 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 that's my guy. I mean, and my, my Al- dark Carlos Alcaraz has been in very good form as well, but with that hamstring strain, injury. I'm just not sure he can do it. I personally think yeah. it's the injury, Delia. That's that's why I didn't say him. Uh, if he was fully healthy, I would say him. But Medvedev is hot. Alcaraz is injured. I'm gonna go Medvedev personally. I'm gonna go Medvedev. Dark horse though. Dark horse. Hogaruna. Yeah. I'm going Hogaruna for my dog course. So I'm going to keep my eye on Hogar. All right, now let's flip it on to the other side. The women. Does Iga Sviatek defend her title? Or does Barbara Kurchikova keep flowing? Does she keep flowing in? Know. You know, what are we, what are we thinking? The women's side is so, like, crazy to me. I don't know what to think. I don't know what to where to go with it. Um... The first thing that jumped out at me when I looked at the women's draw is that we have a potential third round between Igis Fiatek and Bianca Andrescu. And yes, please, I'd like to see that. Bianca's seated at this, which she hasn't been seated at events for a while. Um, mm-hmm. So that that's good to see. Um, we've got a potential third round as well between Layla Fernandez and Caroline Garcia, which would be really good. Mm-hmm. Um I'm trying to find uh, where Kachikova is in this draw. Ooh, we have a first round between Sloane Stevens and Sophia Kennan. Winner to Ooh. play Elena Rubakina. That's a tough section for both of those ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, where is Kachikova in this? I'm, 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 I'm funny. I think she's towards the end. I think she's towards the end because I haven't seen her. Uh, Petra Kvitova, uh, Elena Astapenko, probably yelling at some. Imaginary line. Coco Goff's going to be playing a qualifier because she's because the her second round opponent is between two qualifiers. So we don't know who that would be yet, but that's mm-hmm. a potential Where? third Where round against Amanda Anasimova for Coco Goff. Where do here it is. Uh, Barbara Kachikova is towards the end. She she's the 16th ranked player in the tournament. She she's moved on. She's going to face the winner of Danya Di- Diana Yastremska. Yastremska and Anna. Bondar and a Bondar and a Bondar. She should win that, and she should probably be facing Ekaterina Alexandrova in the third round. That should be a good Mm -hmm. match. Yeah, um, and then Arena Sabalenka could possibly be playing Alize Cornet in the second round. Give me that match, please. Absolutely, I want it all. I want it all, but also, too, something that I'm keeping my eyes on, Adelia, is U.S. Open champion, well, former U.S. Open champion Emma Raducanu. Is going to be against yep. Danka Konovich. Kovinich. 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 Yeah. But, but then she's going to face Magda Lynette, the 20, 23rd player in the tournament. Watch Emma Raducanu. I feel like Emma's not been healthy at all. Every time I watch her, something's wrong with her. She has you know? tonsillitis, last I heard. So that isn't yeah. helping anything. Definitely not helping anything. You know, her and Coco Golf had a great match in the Australian Open. Um, but Emma Raducanu, watch out for Emma Raducanu. Because I think mostly on the women's side, I think, you know, I would say chalk, but chalk doesn't happen with women. The women, no. women will ruin, the women will, like, if you play, if you did, like, brackets and, like, picked out who would win, the women ruin your bracket every single day. Literally. You know what I mean? And then Daniel Collins may face Caroline Garcia. So Daniel Collins may beat Caroline Garcia. So that is, but the woman I'm, I'm watching with my eyes. With my good eye, which is my right eye. Wait, no, no, it's my left eye. That's a good, no, no, it's my right eye. Is the good eye? Wait, I forgot which which eye is lazy. Um, doesn't matter. Both eyes, both ways, every way. I'm watching Ons Jabur. That's what I'm watching. Ons I'm watching Ons. I'm watching Ons Jabur 
people have for, people don't talk about her because of her performance in Australia and she hasn't been really on the tour kind of. I haven't seen her really much on the tour unless I'm missing unless unless I'm gone I've gone crazy. I tell you. I don't but I haven't really seen her. Crazy. I just think she hasn't made it hasn't as far really. in the most recent tournaments. Yeah. Um she's going to play either uh, Marina Zanevska or Lauren Davis. Um that's a winnable match either one of those and then um mm -hmm. she'll probably be playing Marie Buskova. Um, mm -hmm. That's another match she should win. Um, let me advance this draw a little bit. Um, I'm not sure who her next opponent would be after that, but um, yeah, it would so. be it would be um, so if she if she moves on to be Marina Buskova and they both move on, she would then face the winner of um, you know Madison Bringle in a qualifier, and the winner of that will face the winner will face. Martina Trevan, Trevans, Trevisan, Trevisan, the, the the Italian woman. But then that winner of that match would face the winner of Victoria Azarenka. Oh, Vika, it'll be it'll probably be Vika. Yeah, and then um, the, the two the, the two the two ladies, um, Yola and uh, Carol, um, Yulia Carolina Seva and Carolina yeah. Mukova. There's going to be some really good so, matchups in the women's draw yeah. when it's all said and done. It's kind Absolutely. of hard to judge the draws in the state that they're in right now because the qualifiers haven't been placed yet. Yeah. But qualifying ends uh, tomorrow. Today. That, tomorrow. That tomorrow. section with uh, Elena Rubakina facing the winner of Sloan Stevens or Sophia Kennan, that's brutal. Yeah, because you also have Paula Bedosa. Star breakpoint. Star breakpoint. Right there. She will face the winner as as, a, as the round of thirty two matchup. If she beats um, fellow, either if she beats fellow Spaniard or Italian Elizabetta. She's will play in the second round either Elizabetta Cochiretto or Nuria Perez Diaz. Mm -hmm. um, Give me Rabakina versus Bedosa, please. Absolutely. Give please, it to me. Inject Dennis it into Gods, my veins. give us that. Inject it into my veins. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Uh, then, you know, you know, the the lady who lost last year in the final, that Marina Zachary will face the winner of either Shelby Rogers or Katie Volinets, one of the greatest names in all of tennis. It's a great tennis name. It's a great tennis name. Uh, but yeah, Delia. <laughs> Who do you who do you have pulling it out? Like we said on on our mail side, I'm going to Neil Medvedev, Dark Horse, Holgaruna. Who do you have? Who is your favorite? Who's a dark horse? I I can't bet against Iga. Mm -hmm. I just can't. I mean, she lost to Krichikova, yes, but she lost 14 games in 12 sets, which is unheard of. Mm -hmm. Um, so defense. I, I think I think Iga defends, yeah. Okay, dark horse. Who do we think? Ooh, that's tough. Uh, Bianca's a former uh, champion, but she has to play Iga. Uh, Layla could be good, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, Layla Fernandez, um, and then the winner of that potential Bedosa Rabak in a third round match could go far as well. So, mm -hmm. all right, Adelia. We've done. Paris. We've previewed Indian Wells. We'll be watching Indian Wells. It starts on March 8th. You're, you'll be watching this. Everyone will be watching this video on March 7th, 3 o'clock. So, guys, make sure to keep that like uh, this not video. Not March 7th, 3 o'clock. Yeah, it is. This video. That's when Starting be... 11 comes out. No, it's not March 7th, 3 o'clock. You'll be watching it March 8th, 3 o'clock. Right no, we're going to release it. We're going to release it on March 7th. It's just not at 3 o'clock. Okay, just not at three o'clock. It'll be a little later in the day or earlier in the day. When it'll be on March seventh, people. Yeah. That's why you. That's why you have to like. It'll be videos. on the day that you're watching this, <laughs> so exactly. it doesn't matter. Exactly. Make but make sure to like this video, subscribe to the channel, and click that notification icon so you know when the video drops. Don't listen to Ferris. Ferris no doesn't know what the hell he's doing nowadays. Don't, don't, don't listen. Don't listen to, to him. Don't listen to Ferris. Don't like why. Even though he's even though he's the boss around here, don't listen to him. Because he has no idea what he's talking about. No idea. The man, the man doesn't boss, even know how to say names. Uh, well, Adelia, we'll be in real here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. 
You know, okay. I, I, you know, I, I believe, I believe it's a collaborative effort, but we all know who head honcho is here. Okay, come on, let's be real. You know, let's be real. I don't think I'm a I great think boss. That's up for debate around here. Anyways, um, this let's is fight this to the death about out. it, then, Adelia. God damn, let's do it. Do it. You know what? Let's do it. Let's do it. We're, 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 I know. We're... I get dibs on Daniel Nevidev's literal. <laughs> I'm sorry. Our tweet has been making me laugh for days. You know what, guys? It's the rally. We're on Let's Get Ready Network, the highlights. You can find us here. Have a wonderful night. Y'all stay safe, everyone. Y'all stay safe. <laughs>